Hello, beautiful people. <laughs> Someone decided <laughs> the exact time I decided to record to break out their table saw and other saws and, and to cut things. <laughs> so that's okay. I'm rolling with it because that's kind of how life is these days. Happy day to you today. And today's reflection is about unity and oneness and it's coming out of experience this morning it's coming out of what has been on my mind and that is this idea of being joined and connected and not isolated and i'm in this stage of life right now that i don't feel as as connected to something that is like a company like I used to feel connected to the company I worked for and the team of people that I worked with and that that just doesn't exist for me anymore and so at this stage of my life it's like what am I connected to and in this in this process you know if you've ever experienced something chronic or something that is difficult for you and for other people and it doesn't go away there's a you know there's kind of a trend line that that happens and it's hard for people to stick around when you don't get better and um, it's it's a weird it's it's hard for uh, the person who's going through whatever this is this chronic thing is uh, to also stay connected there's no fault here these are normal lines um, of of how relationships sort of morph and what has happened is that I have fewer and closer relationships than I used to. And I have seen um, relationships that I thought would be really thrive during this time have just ebbed and flowed for whatever reason. I don't have any judgment. I have in the past felt isolated and abandoned. But I also have a, a know that I have isolated myself and I've abandoned myself before. And so I get it and I understand that ebb and flow that happens in relationships. But what has happened as a result of this is my desire to be connected to that which is unchanging. Is there something that won't go away when times get tough? And you know, even relationships can fade. The best of relationships. That person just may not be able to be there for you. I may not be able to be there for you when you need me the most. Maybe it's distance. Maybe you have the sense that I'm there, but I can't physically be there. And so, what is that thing that we can be joined with? What is that sense that we may have if we're part of a team or part of a company or part of a, um, a, a faith group that gives us that sense of connection and unity. And what I find is is in the last couple of days of my reading, I keep coming across this idea. And I wanted to share this beautiful uh, poem that um, Hafez, Hafiz, Hafiz, um, the gift, beautiful um, translations of some of his poems, poems by Daniel Ladinsky. <laughs> Excuse me. This poem was written um, many years ago, and it's very fitting for today for me. It's called The Lamp That Needs No Oil. The lamp, that lamp that needs no oil, 
I have made the journey into nothing. I have lit that lamp that needs no oil. I have cried great streams of emerald crystals on my scarred knees, begging love to never again let me hear from any world the sound of my own name, even from the voice of divine thought, or see that pen you gave me, God, in the sun's or sky's willful hand, writing anything other than the word one. I have made the journey into nothing. I have become that flame that needs no fuel. Beloved, now what need is there to ever call for me? For you, if you did, I would just step out of you. Wow. One. <laughs> I need nothing other than the one word, one. And the, what need is there ever to call for me? For if you did, I would just step out of you. What an interesting sense that Hafez is is giving us here. That what he's what he's saying is that I've I've disappeared in terms of my individual identity. I've disappeared. I I don't want to separate myself anymore and distinguish myself apart, because I have realized what I am, and that is one with you and that you are me and I am you in some beautiful sense of how that works, which is somewhat mysterious. And also when there's a sense of it, then you have it, a sense of being connected. It fills your heart, your whole soul with the sense of life and light and love living in and through you. And in the toughest of circumstances and the nights when you don't know where you could get help you don't know where that anyone is awake or able to be with you in the way that you need you dissolve into the sense that you are and that you are one and that others are one with you in fact this is an interesting idea that that I'm I'm sort of looking at this line across different texts and different ways of seeing the world. And I thought it was interesting that in looking up the word uh, yoga, yoga being one of the six systems of the Hindu philosophy from yuj, which means to yoke or join. And that yoga, this is profound, yoga teaches the means by which the individual spirit, the jivatma, can be joined or united with the universal spirit, Paramatma. The means, the practices by which the individual spirit can be joined or united with the universal spirit. What a beautiful way of saying it. In in Christian, so I have a my I came up through the world first mystically then uh, through the, the Christian, the church and the, and the teachings of, of Christ are, are teachings that are always fresh in my mind because that, that was the groundwork that was laid. In the Christian teachings, there's a sense of unity. In fact, you, if you look at the, uh, the messages that are re- at least recorded that Jesus said, he gives him, one of the images that he gives is, are, uh, is the vine and the branches. That, that we are connected, we are we are at one with the divine. We are the divine in the sense that we are connected as the divine to the branches of the divine. And we are these individual 
emanations, expressions of the divine as these branches. But we, we, are, we live and have our being as being connected to and as the divine, as the universal, as that, with that beautiful definition that, that the individual spirit joined or united with the universal. If that comes, you know, the image of the vine and the branches comes at right after Jesus was talking about his, well, it comes before, I guess, in his high priestly prayer, when he's praying to God that all people, all beings would realize, would know that they are one, even as he experienced oneness with the divinity, as the divinity, that they may be one as you and I are one. That's his, that's the prayer that he prays. Later, we're given this image of how we are as beings. Simply, we are a body of the divine. They call it the body of Christ. We are the body of the divine. And I may be a finger and you may be a toe or finger, whatever it is, but we all are interconnected. Back to that definition. That means by which the individual spirit can be joined or united with the universal spirit. This thread is is so important throughout history in the great spiritual teachings and writings because I think it comes from the very heart of who we are and what we're longing for, which is not to be separate, which is not to be individuated in the sense that I am my own person apart from you and I will go about this world as though I am separate and in that separation if things are going well that can feel pretty cool but when it hits the fan and you're in those dark nights then there is a sense of like what what am I connected to what life source is there for me one of my favorite books of uh, this last year recommended by Mike uh, Sapiro is called I Am That. It's by Sri Nisargadatta Maharaj. It is a beautiful text. There, <laughs> there is this great, there's this great um, Q&A format. These are people who would come up and talk to the Maharaj and they would ask him all sorts of questions and what's recorded are all these answers to those questions. And so there's a beautiful piece here where he says, your own little body too is full of mysteries and dangers, yet you're not afraid of it, for you take it as your own. What you do not know is that the entire universe is your body and you need not be afraid of it. You may say you have two bodies, the personal and the universal. The personal comes and goes. The universal is always with you. The entire creation is your universal body. Christians would look at uh, Colossians where it talks about for in Christ, in by in through all things are made all things are created it's not pantheism as much as it is what richard Rohr would say panentheism that god is in all things the divine is in all things the universe universe is always with you the entire creation is your universal body you're so blinded by what is personal and individuated and individual that you do not see the universal the blindness will not end by itself. It must be undone skillfully and deliberately. That's the practice. When all illusions are understood and abandoned, you reach the error-free and perfect state in which all distinctions between the personal and the universal are no more. 
you are. As you dive deep into yourself in search of your true nature, you will discover that only your body is small and only your memory is short, while the vast ocean of life is yours. Ooh, the deep ocean is yours. And I will say that in the darkest, toughest moments, the biggest storms of my life in the last four years, I found myself in those deep oceans. Dave Jones has faded away into the sense of being one and connected with all of you, with all that there is. Light, love, shining out. Whew. Ocean me. Peace.